guys. Welcome back to my first podcast episode of 2022. It's been a little while. I took a bit of a break from posting podcasts. I feel like I'm always saying that though, but that's really um, my my current uh, case, my current scenario. Um, I think I've mentioned before I work two jobs, so sometimes just keeping up to posting podcasts regularly is a little bit difficult, but this year I'm going to try and be a lot better at it. I'm hoping to be able to post every second week, so I don't have a specific day in mind, but I'm going to try and record my episodes on the weekend and maybe upload it the day of or throughout the week. I'm not quite sure yet what my posting schedule is going to be, but I really want to record twice a week. Um, Sorry, every two weeks. So that's one of my goals this year, Um, and I've made a bunch more resolutions that I think I'm going to record another podcast episode for and share what my resolutions are and why. Um, Sometimes I think it's fun just to see or hear other people's resolutions to give yourself an idea of what you can implement in your own life. So I'll be sharing that probably on the next episode, so in two weeks from now. So on that note, I hope that everybody had a really great Christmas holiday. I know I did. Um, I hope that everybody was able to relax, decompress, and really not think about anything work-related and just soak up that time with family and friends that you don't always get to have. Um, I ended up seeing my boyfriend's family and my family. I saw them on Thursday. We did our little Christmas supper, exchanged gifts, and it was so nice. Um, My parents actually got my boyfriend and I one of the sweetest presents. Uh, It's called an Aura Frame. I think I'm saying that right. It's A-U-R-A. And it's a digital frame that you can send out like invites to other people so that they can upload pictures to your frame. So my parents actually have one. And they gifted my grandparents one with uh, my mom's brothers and my aunts and everything. Um, so they actually got one for myself and for my sister and I'm so happy. Like they've had theirs for probably two years, I would say. I'm always super jealous of it. It's just like, it's so fun. Cause like anybody can just upload pictures to your frame and let's say my sister, uh, she has a dog, so she can upload pictures of her dog to the frame and then I can upload pictures to her frame. And then we all just get to like, see what's going on in people's lives every single day. And it's a nice way to to keep in touch. My grandparents frame has, I think honestly, like over 650 pictures on it. And it's so sweet because I can see like my cousins uploading pictures. So I see their kids, uh, my parents upload pictures, my aunts and uncles. So it's just like, we're a close family, but obviously we don't get to see each other all the time. So it's a really nice way to keep in touch with everybody. So that was one of my favorite presents of the year or for this Christmas, I also got a home security system. So uh, motion detection, motion detector cameras for outside the house. I really wanted that for quite a long time because um, my boyfriend works a really weird schedule. His weekends are Wednesdays and Thursdays, and he works from 3 to 11. So 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. So often I'm alone at night and I'm not afraid of being home alone, but you know, just the extra security is a little bit um, soothing, like relieving to me, I guess. Like I have my dogs and everything that will for sure bark if anybody comes to the door, but I don't know. It just makes me feel a little bit safer. So I'm really happy to have gotten that. And yeah, I, um, I'm actually more of a gift giver. So 
obviously it's nice to receive gifts, but I really enjoy gifting people gifts and it just makes me happy to see their reaction and stuff. So I got my sister a, a little portable printer. It's the HP Sprocket because she loves having physical copies of pictures. I got my mom an HP printer for her home office office because hers had broken and she's actually starting to use um, a Cricut machine to make homemade items and um, she needs like a printer to be able to like print out some logos and stuff. So I got her that and I got my dad a shop vac. So they were all really happy with that. Yeah, I'm honestly much more of a gift giver. Like it just makes me so happy to give people things. So yeah, that was my Christmas. So a little life update. Um, I took a break from my second job during the holiday season. And it's really just been nice to sit down on the couch and not have my laptop on my lap and just put a movie on and really focus on the movie instead of half focusing on it and half focusing on work. Um, it's just nice to be looking at like one screen instead of two or three, because sometimes I have the TV on my laptop, my phone going, it's sometimes just really overwhelming. So I took a break from that. But tonight I'm going to be starting back again, because things do need to get done. I put a lot of things on hold for the past two weeks. So it's just time to get back to that. But it's not that bad. I mean, I'm going to be watching a movie tonight, probably. And just working at the same time. So I mean, could be a lot worse than that. And definitely thankful to have the two jobs. So I won't complain. Yeah, so I'm gonna, like I mentioned, I'm gonna watch a movie tonight. I think I want to watch um, a movie called Dallas Buyers Club. It was directed by a, a director from Quebec named uh, Jean-Marc Vallée. So he's actually a famous Canadian director that just recently passed away. I had never seen any of his work, I guess. I mean, I probably have, but just, I guess... I don't really think of who the director is behind the movies. You always see the actors or the actresses and you just, you know, them by name. You don't really know the director. So I'm sure I've seen some of his movies, but apparently Dallas Buyers Club is a really, really, really great movie. So I thought that it might be nice to watch one of his movies since, you know, he did recently just pass away. So I think it'd be a nice tribute to him to be able to, to watch that. So that's what I'm going to do tonight while I work. And um, yeah, apparently it's a really, really good movie. So, Jumping into this podcast episode, what I'm going to be talking about is comparing salaries. So comparing salaries with your coworkers, um, going on Google and trying to find out what somebody in your work, in your realm of work and with the role that you have and position that you have makes as a salary in the region that you're located in, um, you know, equal pay and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, so discussing salaries oftentimes happens organically with your coworkers, even though it's a taboo topic of conversation when it shouldn't necessarily be. I think that it should be a lot more open than it is and it shouldn't be such a, a taboo topic. Uh, I'm not saying that you need to like divulge every little piece of information, but, you know, when it comes to your your base salary, I'm not talking about bonuses and commission and all that, but I think a base salary is something that could be discussed a little bit more. Like with people who are, like I'm not unionized, but unionized employees, um, your salaries are open to the world. I mean, like I could 
go on Google and type up a collective agreement for a specific company in my town and I would be able to find what they're making. So um, I think that that way things are a little bit more more fair, but at the same time, um, you could also be doing a lot more work than somebody else and they could be slacking and you just get the same salary. So at the same time, um, I think there's kind of an even middle. So yeah, that's part of the stuff that I'm going to be talking about today. Um, so whether like, sometimes, like I said, these conversations happen organically, whether it stems from discussing an upcoming purchase in your life, um, if it comes from talking about a pay raise or just talking about personally being unsatisfied with what you're being paid. Um, but at the same time, discussing these things can often cause hurt feelings on your end or on your coworkers. end. so there's really like a good middle to having these conversations. So a lot of people, I mean, including myself and honestly, like anybody, if you find out that you're being paid vastly different from your coworker and you do the exact same job, you're going to start wondering why you're probably going to think less than of yourself. You're going to think that you're not as good as them or that, you know, there's a reason behind, like you're going to have hurt feelings. Definitely. So what I'm going to talk about here is how to deal with those emotions and in what context, like how to put yourself into the right frame of mind to think about these things. Sometimes people can learn about somebody else's salary, see that they make more and feel like they're being treated unfairly, although you could lack some self-awareness in the sense of seeing that maybe your coworker does more, they have more special projects to work on, they're more motivated than you are, and you do the strict minimum, so you feel like your base salary should be the same as theirs when in fact they are actually doing more. So sometimes it's just a question of self-awareness too. So that's kind of what I'm going to talk about. So getting into my bullet points about this uh, conversation. Um, so my first one is you are not your coworker. So basically what I'm trying to say here is you have to be self-aware of the different tasks at hand. So when you guys, when you and your coworker start your day, what are they doing versus what are you doing with your day? Do they have a lot more responsibility? Do they do a bit of overtime possibly? Are they putting in more hours that they're maybe not even asking for overtime pay for? Are they inclined to answer your coworkers questions? And maybe are they the person that trains new employees when they come in and you are just doing your mundane day-to-day work and leaving right when you're supposed to. The thing is like, that is not a bad thing, that it's not a bad way to be when it comes to work. Not everybody wants to do more than the 40 hours that they're paid for. Um, A lot of people like the quality of life of not putting in extra hours. And for them, you know, a job is just a means to make money and it's nothing else in their life. So that's okay. So if you are one of those people and you're doing, you're doing good work, you're doing what the company is asking you to do, but not doing anything extra. And you hear that your coworker who does maybe 10 hours more a week is working on special projects, uh, trains new incoming employees, gets paid more than you. 
then you can't necessarily be heard about that because they are going the extra mile. So a lot of times I feel like when employers are spoken to by employees asking for more money, it's a very difficult thing to navigate. And it's very hard to explain to an employee that maybe it's not that they're not deserving of more money, but that they are not bringing in more money to the company to compensate for the extra salary being given to them. You also have to see that somebody, and I don't mean you have to see, I'm saying that people need to see that if somebody is doing more in their day to day, that you can quantify it. You can quantify the fact that if somebody's putting in 10 more hours in a week, they are making the company more money by either um, boosting sales, by maybe filing paperwork that they don't need to have somebody else do. You're bringing the company more money. So a company needs to be able to quantify what you're doing in order to give you an extra income or to give you more income. So it's not just fair for an employee to say that they deserve more money when you are not able to quantify it. So I think that if you were to approach your boss and ask for more money, I always think that it's smart to make a business case and present a business case to them and show them why you should be getting more money and what you can do to help um, make the company be more profitable because that's what they're going to respond to. They're not just going to say, yeah, sure, we'll just give you an extra $2,000 a year because you're asking us for it. They're going to ask for the why. So I think that sometimes that's things that people forget to to talk about. So that's one of my, my um, points in this. So my second one is to compare, but only in a healthy way, only to stay motivated. So in my previous point, I said that you, if you want more money, you have to go to your boss and be able to quantify that and present them actual facts. So if you are willing to do that, then it is okay to compare. I'm not saying compare to the point where it makes you miserable every day and think, oh, she's making so much more money than I am. And she lives such a better life than I do. She has such a nicer car than I do. But I think that it's healthy to compare to be able to grow in life and to grow your income. You don't want to stay stagnant for the rest of your life. You want to grow your income, grow your your money portfolio, and you really want to make a dent in you know any debts that you have or paying off your mortgage faster or whatever. So as much as money is not the end-all be-all, it definitely does help in life. So I think that if you compare to stay motivated to make more money, then that's a good thing to do. Only if you're willing to do the work behind it. Um, If you're asking for for more money, you're going to have to put in the work, right? So you're going to have to show your employer that you're willing to do what it takes to make that extra money. So if you're just wanting more money just for the sake of it, but not willing to put in the extra work, then I think that you need to self-evaluate yourself and see what's really important to you in life. Do you want to make more money to be able to spend more money on the things that you want in life to pay off your house faster, just to make more money in general? Or are you comfortable with the way that your life is now? And you don't feel like putting in the extra work to be able to make more money. You really have to self-assess. So that kind of leads me to my next point in asking yourself if comparing is actually worth the trouble. In the sense of, do you want to put in the extra work 
Or do you just feel like you're maybe complaining about your salary, but not wanting to change anything? That's something that you need to be self-aware about. And you really need to evaluate the importance of making $2,000 more a year. Is it important enough to give up maybe half an hour more of your day because you're going to do a little bit more work? Is it is the money worth maybe the additional stress that's going to be on you? Is it worth the lack of family time that you're going to have with your loved ones? Um, you really need to think of all of those and weigh the pros and cons before you ask for more because with more money comes more responsibility. And I think that sometimes that's something that people don't necessarily realize. In the end, if you do feel like you're being paid inadequately compared to your colleague, you do the same amount of work, I would professionally present your case to your manager. It may seem in this podcast that I'm saying that maybe you shouldn't be asking for more if you're not, you know, doing the same amount of work as somebody. It seems like I'm kind of putting down the idea of asking for more money, but that's not the case at all. I personally would advocate for myself a lot if I knew that I was doing a certain amount of work and somebody else was doing the bare minimum and they were getting paid more for whatever reason. Um, I don't think that it's a bad idea to be asking for money for more money, but I just feel like people need to be very self-aware. Um, oftentimes it's not right, but oftentimes there is also a level of personal feelings attached, like between a boss and an employee and maybe some favoritism going on, which I don't agree with. I think that work should be very on a professional level. Um, and I don't think that there should be any favoritism that is impacting like the amount of money that one person makes versus another. So I do feel that you should advocate for yourself and present a business case to your boss, your manager, and ask them for more money if it makes sense. Um, I'm also a big believer in not coming in guns a blazing. So I think that you really need to present yourself professionally and present them with facts that are tangible and that they can really make a decision on. And typically if you come in in that way and you have really good points, then you will probably get what you want. I'm not saying that you'll get it now, but maybe at bonus time, maybe at your salary review. Sometimes it's hard for employers to just adjust your salary mid-year. So I usually suggest to wait until your annual salary review to be able to bring those points up to your employer. And oftentimes, like I said, if you come in with good concrete facts, then they're going to listen to you and you will probably be taken seriously and you'll get the end result that you are hoping for. So this isn't a very long podcast episode, but it is something that I wanted to just shed some light on. And like I said, salaries can be a really taboo subject. I understand why, but I think that there should be a little bit more of an open conversation when it comes to salaries. And yeah, I think that a lot of people can benefit from really self-analyzing and determining themselves before going to see their boss if they are worth the extra money. Like I said, um, if a company is going to give you more money, it's because your output needs to be more 
or it's not worth it for them. Their needs, everybody is searching for profit, right? You're, you're getting a certain amount of money from your annual income and the company is too. If your role is not profitable, then you aren't worth the expense in their mind. So you really need to come in with as concrete figures as you can and concrete, tangible actions. So that is all for my podcast episode today. I would really love to hear what your thoughts are. So maybe if you guys could comment on the comment section on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, um, just to tell me what you like about my podcast, what you don't like, different topics that you would like me to talk about. I have a few ideas for upcoming podcasts, but I mean, obviously, if there's any life advice podcast that you would like, anything like that, then I would really appreciate having your suggestions so that I can come up with different episodes that will please everyone. And sometimes just getting ideas from other people really opens up your own mind too. Um, Like I'm thinking of things that are interesting to me, but if somebody brings up a podcast idea that they're interested in, then it's also a way for me to kind of dive into that subject and maybe learn a thing or two about that subject also. So I think it's kind of a nice way to learn, I guess. And also, um, I got a new podcast microphone for Christmas. So before I was recording with my, just my regular Apple headphones and the sound quality obviously wasn't that good. And I think that now it's a lot better. It's a lot more crisp and clear. So I wonder if you guys noticed that at all. I would actually be interested to hear if you Notice that. So if you did, maybe just comment also in the comment section. So that is all for today's podcast. And I think that next week's pod, no, not next week, two weeks, the podcast that I'm posting in two weeks from now is going to be interesting. Like I said, it's going to be about my uh, New Year's resolutions. So I think that'll be a fun one to talk about. So yeah, maybe also just let me know what your New Year's resolutions are in the comment section. So that is all guys. Thanks for tuning in and I will talk to you guys next time.